there? Is that, is that checking in louder? To his future in jeopardy, Judge hits 61. Which two and two teams are really good and which ones are duds? And local football coach Danny Britt from the Benedictine Cadets State Championship team. Up next on Bring It In Show. You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Welcome in, everybody, to the Bring It In show. As you guys heard before the uh, intro, we have a fun, action-packed day. I mean, Jamie's Jamie's back in studio, and I would think he's probably pretty happy. Um, I'm happy for the things that have gone on this weekend, even even in the MLB. I mean, Jamie, do you know yes, the sir. last time... Do you know the last time that the Orioles were actually playing meaningful football? Football or baseball? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm I got too much on my brain. Um, meaningful baseball with one week left. I mean, since then they've been eliminated, but they're they're still putting up a fight for against your Yan- Yankees right now. So. But your guy, Aaron Judge, he finally hit 61 home runs. And it seems like, I mean, this whole past month, he has been being walked over and over again. So, yes. Well, nobody wants to be that Jeopardy question, so nobody's throwing him strikes. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on guys. I think I think everybody should just right now just throw some fastballs straight down the center and uh try to beat them. If you can't, then you can't. Exactly. <laughs> but um I mean, besides that, Jamie, you finally got to see a new quarterback come out onto the field for your Pittsburgh Steelers. And, um, I mean, right from the very beginning that they put uh, Pickett in, they, they, I mean, the play calling seemed to be a little more aggressive. I mean, that's those are the kind of play calls. You get the guy on his first series first or fourth and one and you just say keep it and get that first down i mean how how does that make you feel as a steelers fan well i I, you know a couple weeks ago when i was on the show i told you it just seemed like you know the steelers were trubisky particularly was just trying too hard to not make mistakes and not be not be the reason not become the reasons they go with a different quarterback. Uh, I've been excited to get Kenny in there. Uh, so, I, yes, despite the loss, um, I think it's the direction the Steelers need to go. So I'm excited for him. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm not putting a whole lot into this year. Um, 
if they can get some things turned around in the offense and get anywhere near 500 in this division, there's going to be a chance. Yeah. And I mean, so. they went they went pretty heavy on the run, but I mean, Pickett he he got to Tuddy's himself on the ground. So, um just just powerhouse football. Uh but it just seems like everybody's behind him and feels a little better that there's some youth on the field. And had he started that game, I mean, I'm I'm feeling like there may have been a different outcome if he had had the whole game. But I mean, who knows? And, he also threw three picks. Yeah, I mean, he did, so. but th- they only lost by three point or four points. So I mean, yeah, maybe it could have been a fourth pick, which Trubisky did. And that Jets defense is pretty much all they have. Uh, and we'll see about how Zach Wilson comes back. I mean, he threw two picks himself. It's just a bunch of bunch of picks going all around that game. Yeah. But you know what? The Jets got a pretty good uh pretty good line of youth right there. Um they got a little future in there. Yeah. I mean, I even said it before we got in on the season, the preseason, that the Jets excite me just not necessarily so much right now. It's more that the Jets excite me in like two years, I feel like. Yeah, that, that running back, Brees Hall, he's pretty he's pretty slick. Yeah. And the defense is already doing really well, but I mean, they're one of those two and two teams that I mean I was I was mentioning at the beginning of the show we got 13 two and two teams some of them have looked good at times some of them looked bad yeah it's only the fourth week of the football season but I mean the vast difference in two and two teams right now what two and two teams are legitimate and what two and two teams are going to be adding more losses to their to the records you guys got any you guys got the schedule up do you want me to go through the 13 two and two teams i'm seeing a i've got i've got it pulled up okay yeah um Jamie. I, I would say I, I would say two and two teams that we're not done hearing from. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and say well one of the first ones is the Bengals. Okay. They started out slow. They're figuring some things out. Um, they're two and two now. I, I think that they're still the best team in that in that division. I think we'll see some more wins from them. Um, yeah, I mean the, Jaguar- the Bengals. The Bengals. The, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, the Bengals are 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 a better team than two and two. Um, now the AFC South, you got the Jaguars and the Titans. I'm gonna sit here and say we're gonna we're gonna see the Titans pull that that together a little bit. I think they're better two and two team in that in that division as well. I do not see the Jaguars uh, continuing their uptrend, even though they're going to be better this year than last year, continuing that to be better next year. Um, I mean, they put a decent fight up against the Eagles yesterday. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. They're they're much better than we all thought, I think. Yeah. Um. The Buccaneers, as a two and two team, they're pretty tough. Even though they got a loss yesterday, they've been playing um, the beginning of this year slightly hurt without some guys. Had a suspension in one in one case last week, um, but I, I think they're 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 a team that's gonna make make have some more wins. What are you guys thinking? 
Am I hitting it on the head a little bit? I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with uh, those three. I mean, you can't. I I still feel like you can't count the Bucks out with Tom Brady there, even though they don't look as good as maybe everybody expected. But I mean, when you look down at their two losses, just they just lost the last two weeks, and I mean, those are top 10 teams i mean Mm -hmm. the packers the chiefs the the only other team i feel like i would throw in there is the ravens and maybe that's because i like them so much but i mean if they don't learn how to play football in the fourth quarter they're gonna keep taking losses but their losses have come from two top 10 teams too now the dolphins i mean i they're they're losing their grip unless uh, Teddy Bridgewater comes back and figures things out. But while they played the Ravens, it was still considered one of the top teams in the league. But besides that, I mean, even though I I kind of want to add the Chargers in there, even they won... They look good. They put points up on the board. Um, I was questioned about Herbert. He still threw for 340 yards, two tutties. But, I mean, his injury is such a long, slow healing injury that, I mean, he takes two sacks yesterday. And, I mean, the longer in on the season they go i think it's it's going to be harder for him to make those those catches that's why that's why i'm a little reluctant and that big win was against the texans so i mean the texans seem like the team that can just play play decent football they just can't they can't finish it out i mean they're scoring points But they are defeated, minus that tie. Browns and Cardinals, I don't think, are finished yet. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, that's the the Browns. I mean, that's that's a close game against the Falcons yesterday. Luckily, the Falcons pulled it out. But, I mean, that's that's the type of game that normally falls the other way. But it just seemed like they were beating each other up a lot. And you said the Cardinals, too? Yeah, because they get D-hop back in two weeks. Yeah, and that, yeah. That, should, that should change everything. They get the D-hop they, that they're used to, that's been there before. It should open things up, especially with Hollywood Brown there. But, I mean... He's yeah, and there there's some teams at two and two that I'm just kind of thinking, man. I don't I don't really know what direction they're going. Like like man, not to pick on them, I, it's nothing against you, Kells, but the Broncos, they're a tough team to figure out right now. They could be zero and four right now. They, yeah, they could be zero and four. Um, they're still trying to figure it out a little bit with with Russell Wilson. It seems like he's having some problems with his offensive coordinator. Um. But as good as he is, if he if I think if they let him have a little more control of the offense, they're going to be better. But right now, I just can't tell which where which way they're going. It's kind of where I felt with the Browns. I'm not really sure about the Browns. I, I like them a lot because of their um, their defense and that two two running back tandem they have. That's about the best in the league. Um, they they can put up points. I, I just it's just hard to say which way they're gonna go. Yeah, because they're losing games they shouldn't lose. Who who are you talking about? The Browns now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yesterday the way that they've been playing so far this year, yesterday was a game I thought that they definitely had in hand. Yeah, I mean they. 
they beat the Panthers, the Steelers. I mean, but it's it's shaken up, and I mean, now we're now we're what eight weeks away? How long was uh the suspension? Was it twelve games? Or, um, or fourteen? It's somewhere inside of ten to twelve. Yeah, so yeah. if it's if it's twelve games, then yeah. we're about eight weeks away. Um, yeah, and see, we're 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 saying that the Browns have a pretty weak schedule on the front end of their um, season here, and, it, and and that's where I say I don't know about them because I mean they still got they got tough games coming up. They got the Chargers, uh, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Bills. You know, um, it was critical for them to get off to a good start. Yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, they still got them, and they they will and they get December fourth. They get Deshaun back against the Texans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Uh, so. So they got yeah, Bucks, Bills, Dolphins, Bengals, Ravens, Patriots, Chargers. Those are their next five games. Six games. So yeah. they could be two. They could. They could now. Nah, they could easily be two and eight coming into it. Deshaun back. Yeah, that's that's really where it's probably looking like they'll be heading. Um, I mean, it's it's tough, especially when you're playing the uh, the division that's got the Dolphins and the Bills in it. I mean, the Bills looking great. My ear yeah. on the street says OBJ's ready to sign with them. He's just waiting waiting for a couple weeks. And he's going to be on the other side opposite Stefan Diggs. And then what yeah, are people going to do? Yeah. You know who's going to love that the most is Singletary. Because he's going to get some running. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's been he's been getting he was getting a lot of play yesterday. I mean, I think it was more in the uh, air. I guess it is forty and forty almost, almost fifty and fifty, receiving and uh, rushing. It just seemed like he was constantly grabbing the ball yesterday when I saw it. Now, now we've gone through and looked at some two and two teams. What do you guys think about the Detroit Lions? Still, I I would I have to think that they're still one of the highest scoring. I mean, last week against the Vikings was the lowest score that the Lions had all year with uh 24. They've been putting points up, but they've also allowed teams to just sneak it by them at the end. What do you, Kels, how, how do you feel about this Detroit Lions team? Not good. They got 141 points against, which is the most in the NFL right now. Yeah. And how I just don't like a team without a defense. How many, how many points have they scored? They're actually only minus one. They scored 140. <laughs> it's, it's just but, ridiculous. Yeah, it that's it. why you need a defense. I mean, you, they got so much offensive power, but if you don't have a defense, it's hard to win in the fourth quarter, man. Yeah, every single time that I mean, you're you're watching the Lions this year and they're exploding. Great for fantasy, unless unless you have their defense. Um, because like I said, yesterday they put 45 points up and we see the Seahawks who a lot of us have in the bottom five of the league got the Seahawks, um, putting up 48 points. Did you guys see that Seahawks game? Did you see DK Metcalf have to get, uh, carded off? Oh no, I didn't see that part. Yeah. He uh he got thrown up on the cart. 
I can't remember what part of the game it was. Um, yeah, he had to take a poopsie. So. Oh, that's literally what it was. Yeah, that's literally what it was. He said, um, "Run into the bathroom in uh, clinch position was not going to make it. Not at all. So he actually had to jump on the golf cart and get carted off. Not." Not a playing injury, maybe a eating injury from before the game. Something was uh, rumbling his stomach a little bit. So, yeah, it, it's the first time I've ever heard that a player had to get carted off the field to use the bathroom. No more grocery store sushi, man. <laughs> no more. Not not before. Not before the game. <laughs> Wait, did that that did happen? That did happen at a basketball game, though. With Paul Pierce. Uh, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Who Pierce? <laughs> the truth. Man, I want to remind you guys: you're listening to the Bring It In Show on WRUU. Give us a call at nine one two seven one two five zero seven seven. Yep. So everybody knows how bad the Bears' offense is, but the Lions' defense is so bad that the Bears almost have half the points forward that the Lions do. Mm. That's terrible, as much as the Bears get stagnant on offense. Yeah. That's <laughs> awful. That is. They are pretty, they are pretty bad. So what are we going to see tonight in tonight's game, the Rams versus the 49ers? Is Jimmy G going to take two steps back again? I mean, but like you said, Kels, that was the best move for him to make because he threw a pick six at the exact same time. So I'll give him two points in the ball instead of six points. It's tough. That division is so weird to me, man. And it's a home game for the 49ers. And I feel like the Rams, you know, could fumble it if they don't have a good second half. But yeah. I, don't know, I guess the Niners got to kind of show me. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm, just, I'm just picking the – I feel like the Rams are going to take over in that game. Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, you'll see lots. Of, you'll see lots of him, which is no surprise. Henderson, probably. Or no. Acres. I mean, they keep changing it up. That's well, the worst backfield for fantasy right now. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. But yeah, San Fran's at home. The. Over-unders, 42.5. And we got a two-point game. So, we'll, we'll see what's going on there. It's scary to take the under on that game because there's so much firepower on both those offenses. Yeah. But I also know those, those defense can stop people. And we had so many big games yesterday. And middle of the middle point scoring, I don't know. I could see that going under. Yeah, I I think it, I think it's gonna end up going under as well. I mean, I just I don't think the uh, Niners are gonna keep up with the Rams for their. Nope. So. I mean, and when we talk about the Ravens-Bills, the Ravens had a chance to put points on the board at the end of that game, getting down the field. Lamar throws a interception in the end zone on fourth and two. What do you think? Is John Harbaugh relying too much on analytics? He's, he's two yards away. He's got the best kicker in the game. I mean, that's Justin Tucker's probably kicking that ball 
and making that with his eyes closed on his back. Um, is is John Harbaugh going for it so much? Do you guys see that as a problem, or is it too early in the season and the fact that he's going up against one of the top teams, is it just like, ah, that's just hardball being hardball? I don't hate the call to go for it. I just hated the play they chose. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Yep. He was backpedaling the whole time from the two. I'm like, bro, get J.K. Dobbins rolling. He already had two tutties in the game. Yeah. You know, or have Lamar follow him up or – have Dobbins behind him and do some option stuff, just anything. Because then they stop you, then they're backed up. But when yep. you throw a pick, then you put them on the 20. Yeah, yeah. And that, like the play call. that was uh, some people were saying, hey, you should have ran it there. You should have uh, had JK out in the flat to to catch something that's – with that much pressure, I can't remember if he was in, but I don't know why you don't have. And like I said, I can't remember if he was in on that exact play, but I don't know if they did or didn't have Patrick Ricard on there. I mean, why? Why? If they didn't, that's a bad move, first off. But it just seemed like they were attacking the the back of the end zone and not trying to attack right in front of the end zone where all the bills were in the back of the end zone as well. So, or in Lamar's face, I mean, the line just collapsed on that last play. So, I mean, I don't, I don't hate the call. I'm with you on not hating the call, but at the same time, I would have liked a different play call different place selection i mean two yards just handed off to to dobbins with ricard blocking up the middle mark andrews yeah somebody bring mark andrews you got a lot of tight ends there should have been a lot more protection on a two a fourth and two right there yeah because i mean mahomes had a wonderful game last night but the Chiefs had an awesome play where the tight, the backup tight end slid over, and it looked like Mahomes was still calling something, and then the tight end became the quarterback and snapped the ball on the fly and then ran straight up the middle. Okay. I mean, I'm just watching this this play right here that has Mahomes bootlegging out, looking like he's getting tackled, and he just flips it up into the end zone. I mean, just just making things happen, but... If you don't have anybody over there in the flat, you can't make any you can't make anything happen right there. So No. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, but now the uh now the Ravens got I mean they they go to the Bengals and that's gonna be a tough, tough game with both of them sitting at two and two next week and the Bengals well the Bengals are coming to M&T Bank Stadium to play at the Ravens but I mean that's a division game the Bengals are mad and they're gonna try to expose that fourth quarter Ravens defense that hasn't been holding anything up but at the same time Lamar's not scoring points in the fourth quarter as well right now so We'll see. We'll see what uh, works out there. Then they get to play the Giants and the Browns before they they play another good team in the Bucks. So yeah. Well, I want to ask everybody to stick with us while we take a short break for the station ID and other fun things like that. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Sentient Bean. 
Sentient Bean has been serving fair trade coffee, thoughtfully sourced food, and other items to the community since 2001. They offer curbside pickup, delivery, and online ordering as well. They are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and are located at 13 East Park Avenue on the south side of Forsyth Park. More information can be found at sentientbean.com. This music is often called classical music, but remember, Mozart, Beethoven, and Litz were the rock stars of their time, so I simply call it great music. I'm your host, Dave Lake, and join me for four centuries of great music, with new episodes each week on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. We also have encores of these episodes on Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m. from mid-June to early December. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. Do you own a small business? Do you want to get your message out to a dedicated, loyal, and active audience? then make WRUU part of your company's marketing strategy. Our listeners aren't just passively listening to us in the background. When your company underwrites with WRUU, you're getting their attention, and you're also supporting Savannah's only community radio station. It's an act of both self-interest and community spirit. Connect your brand with WRUU's passion, spunk, and hyper-local focus by choosing an underwriting package that fits your company's budget. Email underwriting at wruu.org for more information. Thank you. All right, and we are back. The Bring It In Show. Give us a call at 912-712-5077. Bring It In Show, number one sports show in Savannah on Savannah's number one talk radio station, wruu.org, 107.5 FM. Yeah, so I we're we're anxiously waiting. We're supposed to have uh, Benedictine's coach Danny Britt join the team or join the crew and talk to us about his team. Last time we had him on was before they had won the state championship after their season two years ago after the pandemic season, and we talked to him about how they navigated through that and they had unfortunately lost a third round of the playoffs that year i believe and um just uh hanging out waiting for him to join up on here hopefully he he gets here today you guys play any golf this week i did not it's getting to be perfect weather though for it Dude, it was so perfect yesterday, y'all. I'm so I'm so glad I got out there. We only got 16 holes in, but it was just one of those days where you could have shot 140, and it was just so nice out there. Okay. okay. Loving this weather. Yeah. Nice. Is is golf still going on? I know you talked about the Briar Cup last week. The season start back up. When's the season start? It started back up their um, second tournament this past weekend. Okay. Yep. Um, they're a little they're a little quiet right now with their tournaments. They're not very big, and you you don't generally get the, a lot of the top guys in these first ones. These the are season. just guys. These are just guys trying to accumulate as many points as possible. For the the end, try to pad on yep. some uh, some place, yep. get some points while the big dogs aren't around. Absolutely, probably a lot of guys on that lower, you know, hundred to one twenty five, and they're like, "All right, I need to put my number up as much as I can." Yeah. Before the Rorys and the Finals and Justin Thomases and Speeds come back. Mm, okay. And we'll see. We'll see if Jamie shows back up. But 
with with that happening, I mean, all that noise about the live golf tournament buying time. I don't think we talked about this last week, Kels. I can't remember when this news came in. I think it was the end of last week, but unlike any other sports association, college football makes billions. They pay college football conferences billions of dollars to have the have the copyright have the rights to show those college games the same with the nfl madness march madness you know everybody's been going a little crazy the past couple weeks on thursday night trying to find their their thursday night football games because i mean everybody's probably who who doesn't pay enough attention everybody's already got their their subscription to the NFL network to make sure they have that and then they're like wait a second the game's not on the NFL network uh, yeah you got to have Amazon Prime because Amazon just paid like 12 billion dollars to the NFL to have the rights to broadcast Thursday night up until like 30, 2036 or something. Live, they're struggling. They want people to know more about them. They want to get to a broader audience. And I mean, this is the first time I've ever heard of a team or a group, a, a sports association going out of its way to actually purchase time on a sports network. Now, there are things in their contract about what to do about the next year. It's it's something I don't I don't I haven't read the contract. I'm not a lawyer, but the first year they're buying time, the second year of this contract Fox would be paying them after seeing how good of an audience it draws and stuff like that. So, I mean, we're still waiting. I'm sure it's going to get done, especially if they're paying a company that's normally dishing out money to get things on and then trying to make their money through ads. And that's another thing. I don't know if Liv in this contract will be able to recoup any of the money by selling the ads on there but maybe that's another reason that it's happening like this because the live golf tournament doesn't want ads they don't want commercial breaks so maybe this is a way to to cover the expenses of no commercials so I will We'll just see. As the the studio internet has gone down again. Oh, here he's back. He's back. So did you? You didn't ask me a question, did you? You were just still talking about the live thing, right? Yeah, I was still talking about the live thing. Um, and that, that maybe the studio's internet connection is why we can't get Coach Britt on here. And we'll talk to him. Uh, like I said, we'll reach back out to him if he doesn't jump on. But I do want to let everybody know, as we got about 20 minutes left, that this Thursday, 6 o'clock at Memorial Stadium, Benedictine is playing Burke County. And the game is a domestic violence awareness game. It's the second annual domestic of domestic violence awareness game that Benedictine has had. And if you go over to WTOC, there's an article there by Lindsey Golf that talks about this uh, young senior that unfortunately he, he 
tore his ACL at the beginning of this year. But this young season, senior, Lamont Mitchell, who last year he went to Coach Britt and he talked to him about what they could do in the month of October for domestic violence awareness. Um, I won't I won't give this story away, but go over there and read that story. It's, it's an amazing um, and heartbreaking at the same time story about this young man, Lamont Mitchell, uh, growing up and how domestic violence has has affected his life and also how BC was able to give him the structure and playing football has been able to help him deal with uh, some of the, I don't know if you would call it PTSD from this situation, but that's, that's what I would suspect it was. I Uh, would call it that. Yeah. So, He went through a heartbreaking uh, situation where he lost his mother to domestic violence. and um, But like I said, last year I believe they, they sold bracelets and things and all the money went to a good charity that he helped pick out. But this Thursday, Benedictine versus Burke County, domestic violence awareness and it it's gonna be a good game i mean whenever bc's in memorial stadium is packed and uh they go out there and and play hard yeah, good on him and good on bc because it's definitely something good to raise money for yeah circumstance exactly yeah it definitely is um and you say raise money and I don't know if you saw my favorite baseball player. He raised a little money for himself in the form of a contract. Um, Shohei Otani, did you see? Oh, I didn't see it. What did you do? <clears throat> so he is already signed for with the Angels for next year. Make he's he's set to make five million playing for the Angels. He went into arbitration. They say it's one of the fastest arbitrations that's ever been uh, done. But he went into arbitration and he restructured next year, so he didn't sign an extension. He was supposed to be with the Angels no matter what, but he restructured it. So next year he's going to be making thirty million dollars. I know people think that's a lot. This guy is doing a lot. Um, he's half the team. Yeah. So um, <laughs> there are a lot of speculations about why this happened, why the deal got done so much, why they the Angels kind of just rolled over really fast. Um, to get the deal done because I I mean if you're you only have to pay them five million I mean why why give them a twenty five million raise uh, he didn't have a no cl- no trade clause in his contract but with this there has been a non trade clause added smart. Yeah, so he can't be traded to any team except one. There's only one team that they left out of the non-trade clause. The New York Mets. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) So, a lot of people are thinking, did they give him this raise? So, when they go to trade him next year, I guess... To the New York Mets, unless he signs off. I mean, players always have the chance to sign off, but now, now they're trading a player with a higher pay and possibly be able to get more from for him, move around money at the same time, all kinds of fun trade jargon that goes on. But I mean. 
what what do you think about the about the um angels giving them a little extra money y'all finally did something good after giving my trout that way too big of a contract you guys actually covered your bases and there's a good good great team in the Mets that you could get a lot of good players for Otani if you had to or you keep the best one of the best players in baseball yeah I, I like it I I'm, like it I love it I think he's worth it you want some more of it? Yeah, I want some more of it, man, because I just feel like the Angels could be a good team with a few more moves. Yeah. Not such a big contract on Trout, man. You think this a one-year deal for Otani, giving him uh, $30 million, do you think that might show up on the radar of other players around there? Maybe they're willing to play for that team if they think they have more money to spend and they're willing to spend for winning i do i mean i do because it's it's la right yeah or anaheim yeah, I mean, something LA, like that yeah i, don't yeah, know. I couldn't remember if, i think they changed over to, to i think LA they did back. too but regardless we know sports teams especially teams in la and california they got money so it's just about spreading it the right way and i just i like one year as opposed to huge contract you know i'm not a fan of those yeah big humongous contract i'm just not i never have been but so i, I like what the angels just did there that uh that makes me happy for their future and you lock in a guy who's unlike anybody we've we've seen in years if ever yeah I mean, and that's that's the main thing. He's he's doing stuff that we've never seen against competition that we've never seen as well. I mean, it's not just like he's doing everything out there like he's a travel baseball player that just moved to a new town and he joined the the lower the lower little league team i mean and he's he's killing everything but i mean he's doing everything against the best the best competition in the world but and you know you know i like too glenn sorry huh, to cut you off i just right. like that the, the angels have not been great since they've had him but he comes out there and he deals and he does whatever they need him to do no matter if the record's good or if the record's bad, he he really, I really truly think he loves the game of baseball. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he, I mean, I I don't know if you saw, I think I sent it to the group, uh, video of him out there with his expressions and things like that, and he just looks like he's having a lot of fun out there, and I mean, that's. That's exactly. you. You have to, especially if you're on a team like the Angels that aren't doing much of anything. But we're sitting here. We got three days left in the baseball season. The Orioles, like I said at the beginning of the show, the Orioles are still. They're still not rolling over. I mean, they're. They're, they're letting the opportunity that they were in the playoff race until the very end of the year they're they're fueling they're letting that overshadow the fact that they just got eliminated from the playoffs because they weren't supposed to be eliminated from the playoffs this week they were supposed to be eliminated from the playoffs weeks and weeks ago um but they they were playing great baseball up until the very end. And, I mean, now it looks like almost everything is settled in the world of baseball. We're just looking for one more wild card team to lock into the playoffs. And I'm... Um, and it should be decided tonight if the Philadelphia Phillies can actually get out there and 
perform. I'm trying to shuffle over to the Phillies because it's the Phillies are two games over the Brewers right now. So the Phillies, <laughs> the Phillies do not want to see the team that they're playing today. I don't think Who are they playing the Astros. Ooh. Hopefully they play their backups. Yeah, and that could happen. Um, the, they're they're clinched, right? Yeah, every sing, I, everything's everything's uh, clinched up except this last wild card spot between right. the Brewers and the Phillies. So we're that's that's the heck of a heck of a battle there between those two teams, and they've both been playing good baseball. It's just it, the league is very, very uh, balanced this year. Other than the really, really good teams and the couple of tank teams, which is you know yeah. always to be expected. It's a really balanced MLB this year. It's been fun to watch. Yeah, it has, and that should make a really fun and interesting playoff coming up here soon. Yeah, the Brewers play the Diamondbacks the next three games, which. When you look at records, that looks a lot more favorable for them than the Phillies playing the Astros these yeah. next three games. So that's that that what last wild card spot might go until the very last day of baseball. Which would be wild. Yeah. Well, wild for a wild card. Wild for a wild card. And then isn't the wild card just one game? <clears throat> yes. So wouldn't it be crazy if you like won one game to get in and then you won the one game and then you won the series? Yeah. Getting Which is, in there. Kinda, was it, I can't remember. Was Atlanta a wild card last year when they did it? I'm not sure about that. I just know they they were not doing so hot before the All Star break. And yeah, they, like, turned it on. <clears throat> but I'm yeah, it's uh, my uh, my big shout out for the MLB though. Uh, your Orioles, man, they they played their butts off this year. Thank you. They, I mean, they they gave it what they could. I mean, they came out a lot of young guys, and they. They learned to uh, compete together, and it, it's almost like a, a different franchise. Things have been washed. Chris Davis isn't there. Like the hands have been washed, and the guys coming up, they won, and they won together when they were in the minor leagues. So they know each other. There's a little more trust, and. Adley Rousman, he can, uh, man, he can, he can call a game from from the catcher's position. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you. Hopefully, they uh, continue to develop and grow, and it's just, uh, and maybe I can be talking about my Orioles in a. Uh, in the end of October, in a year or two. That's right. So, some I'm hoping they're they're eyeing some uh, playoff spots right now, trying to go after people right now. Absolutely, because your farm system is already one of the best. Yeah, and a lot of those guys are they're they're moving their way up, moving their way up. We had uh. Basketball and hockey, they're they're back, and is I'm it, like, is it preseason or? Yeah, it's preseason, and I'm okay. like, didn't their seasons just end? But yeah, last night I'm trying to see. I mean, it's like hockey's been back for over a week in their preseason, so. We got that going on, and coming up soon, I'm trying to find the exact date. The World Cup 
We got the World Cup coming up in uh, Qatar. Wait, this year? Yeah, this year. Oh, my gosh. What a time for sports. I'm trying to find the exact... I I don't think the World Cup actually starts until November. But we're still we're still right there. It's okay. October, November, December, man. My my three favorite months. Yeah. I love those three months. I love the food. I love the food. The, food, and the weather, the sports, the family, the traditions. Yeah. Yeah, we got the uh World Cup starting November twentieth through December second. That's the group stage. Then December 3rd through the 6th is the round of 16. The 9th and 10th are the quarterfinals. The 13th, 14th semifinals. Third place match, December 17th. Final, December 18th. Leading us right up into the holiday season. That's your your little... Extra holiday gift. That's right. All right. Any, anything else you want to uh, talk about? I've been, I've just been going on and on. No, I mean, I feel like we did a really good job of covering a lot today. We did, we covered a ton. Um, I know. Did we already? Did we pick who? We already picked who we thought were, was going to win the Monday night game. Yeah, I, I believe so. I oh, picked the right. Rams. We, yeah, and I'm I'm taking the Rams as well. But yeah, we touched on that. You're right. Um. Yeah. I just hope we figure out soon who's going to be the lead back in the Rams backfield. Yeah, man. J.K. Dobbins looked looked good yesterday. He had he some looked, nice. He looked amazing. I don't know what he f- finished in fantasy. I don't have him, but he looked he looked really good. And it it looked like he was going to be able to uh, slow down the clock, eat up enough clock in the beginning of that game to help the Ravens come away with a win. Man, yeah. Tua, we got Tua minutes to go, and Tua got Tua concussions in. Tua times two a days <laughs> in two games, four days, two a games. And man, now the the doctor who had cleared him saying it was a back injury, he has been fired. The NFL's launching an investigation and it's just scary when no matter what, when you or watching, we know this is a combat, a uh, physical game. But when you see somebody load up like that, then it's really a tough, uh, a tough aspect of the game. And can't have it. it. No, nope. can't have it. You know. Nope, not at all. Hey, Coach Britt, thanks for joining hey. us. Sorry, I'm late. I uh, busy getting ready and just realized the time. It's all right. It's all right. We're about to uh, sign off on the radio. Would would it be able? Would you be able to uh, join up next week on Monday to talk to us yep. and and we'll talk. And I we got Coach Britt here real quick, and I want to remind everybody you could go see the second annu- annual domestic violence awareness game. October 6th, 6.30 at Memorial Stadium, Benedictine versus Burke County. Uh, we wish you a lot of luck, and I, I want to talk to you uh, more and uh, let everybody hear how everything's going over there. I have a lot of questions, but I'm glad uh, you did yeah. join us. Sorry, I'm so sorry I'm late. I, I just, just realized what time it was, but um, but certainly Monday, we'll, I'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah, and I'll shoot you, I'll shoot you a uh, message right before we go on air to to remind you, if you'd like. Always a good idea with me. All right, all right. Thank, Thank you, you again. Appreciate and good, it, guys. Good luck this week. Thank you.
Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul.